Dixon, the son of George Richard Dixon, who served in the number two construction battalion. Back in the beginning of the war, people of color were not allowed to enlist due to their race. However, the Canadian government only allowed people of color to work what was called the construction battalion. Now, they were refused enlistment into the army by the Canadian government, but they still needed these men to do backbreaking labor, including tree cutting, building roads, laying railway, and moving urgent supplies to the front lines. My name is Lisa Dixon, and I am a daughter to Blair. My name is Lance Dixon. My name is Bo Dixon. I'm the youngest son of Blair Dixon. I'm a theater practitioner, artist, owner and operator of a coffee house, bakery, and catering business. I serve as uh, racial justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion uh, consultant for education uh, district here. When did you know about your father's actual role? How did you find out? Well, I didn't really know what they were doing. Then I came into that as years uh, went by. Interesting that there was no real dating of it. I didn't know that it was number two construction, but I knew that uh, he was in France. In 1917, 600 black soldiers set sail for England and France. Unfortunately, the only records of what happened to these men was documented in Reverend White's diary, which showcases shocking stories of racism at every page. He had less privilege for in terms of option of life opportunity. That's the way it was. My father and our grandfather represent 130 years together of a story uh, of our nation's modern uh, history of racism. Our grandfather was part of the first and only black battalion that served our country. And they were an exclusive black battalion because they were discriminated against by the white military officers and the soldiers who refused to serve alongside of them. But so determined were they to serve their own communities and families with the same dignity and honor that they organized themselves for service despite all that discrimination. My father, before you, is the first black Canadian ordained in the Episcopal Anglican Church. That doesn't come without a cause, because when my father talks about opportunity, he was first denied that very opportunity to live his vocational calling from a bishop who said, there's no place I'm going to put a man of color in my diocese. So my father's journey, like his father's journey, is one of seeking opportunity. And what that afforded us as his children are the opportunities that we have all been able, privileged, to live out. We had choices, real choices, because our father chose a path of accepting life as it was and not fighting against it, but seeing the opportunities within the narrow path that he was given. So we really stand here today, all three of us, as beneficiaries of our father and those also chose to, as we say, find lemonade in the lemons. <laughs> Having someone like my father being raised by him, I mean, that's something, it's, uh, you know, I could write a book about that experience and how grateful 
blessed I am. We have been raised by a wonderful couple, my dad and our mom, who gave us privilege right from the get-go. The privilege to make our own decisions and our own choices. I think the word that really encompasses or kind of embodies what dad offered us is hope. And, and that's what we need, those who live on the margins of society, um, who, who experience discrimination. My childhood was, uh, in, in one respect, certainly would not be considered as a uh, uh, comfortable but it was uh, certainly has to be called rock, uh, rocky, uh, you know. Well, more, much, much, much more important was the, uh, the smooth comfort and care. Bo wrote a song, love will carry you on. Love, when, when you're down and out, love, that's what I learned. I really made an effort, and I can say this, I consciously made an effort without knowing what I was doing. It was my advantage to be as loving to others as I possibly could. So the bottom line is, I was attached to the church, and uh, to this day, I thank God for God's church that I have membership and I have opportunity to live out God's love. Justin Trudeau issued a, an official apology to the members of Black Battalion. What are your like thoughts on like the apology? I accept it as a personal apology, and uh, I say apology accepted. And so it's my hope that um, it moves on from there and the apology has action. You could have let your, your tough childhood get the best of you, but instead you retire with honor. And I appreciate everything uh, you and the whole Dixon family have uh, shared with me. The TDC, the Disability Channel, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Lisa said we thank you.